What's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. Today's episode is with the worst case scenario. And if you're listening to this today, June 26th, they will be at Come and Take It Live with a whole host of other like genre bands. And it's tasty. If you like blast beats, deathcore, death metal, that vibe. Uh, but anyway, in the episode, it was more just like a get-to-know-you kind of episode. We're really not too familiar with the guys, but we dug their music once they reached out to us and said, hey, you know, we're going on tour. Uh, this is their first tour. We actually talked about that. We talked about their music videos that are out. My personal favorites, Throne of Decay. So, oof, just go check it out on Spotify and wherever you get your, your music downloads from. Um, also, speaking of downloads, if you want to help us out a little bit, just go anywhere that you get your podcast and just subscribe and, you know, notify. We're also on YouTube, you know, a ATX Metal Podcast, everywhere across the social medias. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, give us a little love. Give us a little love. Um, also, someone else you should give love to is Come and Take It Live and Come and Take It Productions, our faithful sponsors. These guys and gals at the venue are just... Some of the coolest folks. And if you ever go there, just tell them Ryan sent you. I'm not sure you're going to get anything for free. You might get punched in the mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, don't tell them Ryan sent you. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the show. And here we go. Worst case scenario in the house. Wait, where's my button? <laughs> Always need an air horn entry. What's up, everybody? I'm Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast. Today, we have the worst case scenario via Zoom. Obviously, you can't see this, but you're hearing this in your ear holes. They are out of Lubbock, Texas. And I got to tell you, the past few days that I've spent digging on these guys, I have... I've learned to appreciate the music that they put out. I'm not full on sold, but I'm close. I'm very close. I need like I need like that other gateway drug or that other gateway band to fully just <laughs> dive into deathcore, as you guys title it, brutal deathcore. You guys, brutal death metal. I forget what the what you guys called it. Oh, we really can't decide either. Yeah, it's kind of both. We don't really have a name. That's up to listener, I yeah, guess. Yeah. We don't really have a name for it, really. Death metal, deathcore, whatever you think in between. I don't know. We can't really. We like the all the heavy things, so we try to mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and for those for those that you obviously you can't see this, there's just like random stuff passing across the screen. We got random hands. We're all shoved <laughs> in this tight little window. Uh, but if you guys could go around the room, uh, just at your leisure, however you want to do it, just announce or or say uh, what your name is and what you guys do in the band. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll start it out. Uh... I'm uh, Matthew Reese. I play bass for the worst case scenario. I throw down and uh, I give everybody ugly faces whenever we play live. So that's me. I'm Javier and I do vocals in the band. And uh, I'm King and I play guitar. I'm Andrew and I play drums. I like throwing a lot of blast beats and, you know, fast double bass at people. What's up? I'm Jacob. I also play guitar. Oh man, so let's so let's get to know the worst case scenario. I have not heard of you guys outside of I think when Andrew contacted me uh, asking for a little support, 
I think that's how this relationship formed. And as everybody knows, we are here to support local music in any shape, form, or fashion, as long as it's good. So uh, just for anybody that doesn't know your music, let's just let's just do a quick down and dirty uh, intro. How you know how long you guys been a band? Is this the OG lineup? Just all the typical you know, here and there stuff. This is maybe the third lineup change with this band. Me and our guitarist, Jacob, started this band like 2016, maybe. Maybe before Super. Like, we were in high school. Yeah, super early. That was before Andrew was in the band. Came out with an EP without this lineup. I did one song alone on that EP, which is the last track, New Plague. And eventually, our drummer left, and we had our gear stolen. So we were going to kind of give it give it up. We we're going to call it quits until we met Andrew. And when Andrew joined the band, I basically said, hey, man, like, we have this material, but we're trying to move on from it. You know, learn our old stuff, and then you have the freedom to do whatever you want with the new stuff we want to write. We gave him in. Came to a few practices and he stuck around. And so far, so you joined what year, Andrew? 2018. <laughs> I must add that Hob actually started out on bass in the band. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's he true. only did vocals on one song on the EP. I think he did. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah, part of it. I'm but. not the original vocalist. Oh, you're not, the, you're not the OG vocalist? No, our original vocalist moved away. And I was playing bass at the time. But me and him kind of liked... Uh, taught ourselves how to scream and stuff, like all the stuff that I do do. Me and him taught each other, so it was only, sure. I guess, like smart for me to step in. So you just kind of transitioned. Yeah. You got to get another bassist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll be the first to admit that I didn't really pay attention too much to the bassist, uh, but now that I've started to really just kind of hone in on the craft that is music, Bass, like the percussion section plus bass, that's the thickness right there. I mean, yeah, you can get all the wheelie dealies and the the blaze, but if you don't have that thick just tone in the background with somebody keeping time, that's worth a shit. It ain't it ain't worth a shit. So I remember because and the the music that you guys play, you've got to be on point because it's just it's so fucking fast. <laughs> that's the it is it is just in your face nonstop blast beats and gutturals and breeze <laughs> and and it's just it blows my mind that that there's bands out there that do this for fun you know like <laughs> cuz if I was to pick if I was to pick a genre I'd be like well pop's cool and easy um also you know a little instrumental here and there but again I don't play any instruments so I have no room to talk. So you guys are all all together now, getting ready to go out on your uh, your run. How long's how long's the tour? Uh, it's I think seven shows. We'll be gone from home about uh, nine or ten days total. Is this the first one back from COVID? Uh, yes. It's actually it's like like our, our first, first one ever. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> oh shit! This is your this is your first tour ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean we've yeah. played we've played like some of these cities like Corpus, like and uh, we played Austin at one time. At that battle of the bands. San Angelo a few we times. Played Houston like one time, but these were all just like single shows, like yeah. just there and back. Our first time doing this a full our, run of non-one-off shows. Yeah. So this is the full on like, hey, I'm taking a week off of work. Yeah, Kiss the sure. kids. Or I'm sorry, yeah. you guys don't have kids. Uh, <laughs> Actually, kiss the girlfriends. Uh, 
And <laughs> both, of, both of our guitarists just quit their jobs, actually. We just quit our jobs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. A, a few of us quit our jobs. Wait, you quit your job to go on tour? Fuck yeah, yeah, they quit their jobs. It just happened to coincide, but yes. <laughs> God damn, I thought, you know, I, I recently, well, recently, as of six months ago, I quit my job and, and went to school and... Uh, now it's looking like I'm going to get to take another six months off to really dive into podcasting and interviewing and live streams and stuff like that. So I can only imagine well, what's the plan when you get back from tour, are you just going to look for another oh, yeah. just hourly job? Or are you going to go back to the one you quit? <laughs> no, yeah, so definitely not. Not the same one, but yeah, just another job. <laughs> what do you guys, I guess out of the entire tour and it's okay. What's your what's the one spot that you're looking to uh look looking to really tear up? All of it. We want to tear every freaking show we come up to. We want to just demolish show. it. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about this and come it comes to that each time like we'll talk about one show but then we'll remember something really cool about the other and then honest, honestly every show is something really cool that we're looking forward to. Like we have friends in pretty much most of these cities so we're just really excited just to see yes. them again. Some of the bands we played with, we played with before we did this run. So we're super excited to see them again. We're just looking forward to like all these all these shows, really. It's super cool to have Desolate Blight on each show too. Oh, yeah. I need, I desperately need to, you know, I'm going to write that down right now. I need to get a hold of Desolate Blight. Those guys rip. Sir. God damn. So how long, how long have you guys been preparing for this, uh, this upcoming run? Oh, dude, like months, Man. like all we do, this is all we do. It's just like, it's the only thing on our minds, really, you know? It's plan. Yeah, we meet up like a lot. We've been doing this for weeks, man. Like, we just like, we have a major whiteboard in our little practice area. We just write everything <laughs> oh, down. Oh, yeah. We're just like, all right, dude, this is what we're doing. Just like every single time we meet up, like maybe try to meet up at least like two, three times a week. So we're just always constantly drilling it in our heads. I think the first show of it we had booked probably got booked in early January, maybe. Uh, may have even been before that. It was definitely during lockdown time for sure. Because yeah. we were still like unsure of it all. But uh, yeah, pretty much since then, it's been an idea just to get out of Lubbock. Kind of not play one-off shows. Just kind of do like a full run. And it just kind of slowly started getting built from there. And yeah, I think, I think probably about the end of the year. End of the year was probably when it started. <laughs> Obviously, no one can see this, but Javier just reached over and grabbed the no, mic yeah. from Andrew and was like, put this in your mouth. <laughs> I play drums. I, d I never have a mic, so I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, you're not a vocalist. That's okay. Oh, no. But I will say that I've had plenty of vocalists come on this show that do not know how to hold a microphone during an interview. It's like they know how to scream at people. They just don't know how to talk to people. So, <laughs> so I appreciate that, Javier. God damn. Just made, made Taylor's life a little bit easier. Um, <laughs> So, uh, let me ask this, uh, because you guys are all the way up in Lubbock, right? Yes. Does everybody live within the Lubbock city limits or within reason? Pretty much. For the yeah. most part. Uh, me and Jacob live like 20 minutes away from like Lubbock, but you know, that's, that's nothing. So pretty much in the area for sure. So getting together during COVID wasn't like that big of a deal for you guys to keep your, to, to keep, to keep your chops up. Yeah, no, no. it wasn't like a big distance between us or anything yeah and honestly i don't have much more friends outside this band so they're the guys i'd be hanging out with a little bit time daring so it just kind of worked out you know i mean lubbock, lubbock's a relatively large a large city right kind of yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, just definitely isolated yeah. like it's a 
pretty decent sized city. It's just in the middle of nowhere. It's like, right. it's it's a you know. There's not many here. suburbs around it like there is in these bigger cities, you know? Like, it's just kind of Lubbock, maybe one other city outside it, and then it's just a drive everywhere else from there. It's, it's like just, somebody said, all right, I'm trying to get to Arizona, but I need gas money. Oh, look, there's Lubbock. Let's just let's just play shows in Lubbock. And we'll yeah. just stop there. <laughs> Pretty much. Anytime we mention where we're from, they're like, oh, you know, I've always driven through Lubbock. Never stopped. Like, yeah. We get called farm boys when we yeah. go out of town. <laughs> farm boys. You guys are you guys are out there at the sign that says "Welcome to Lubbock," just waving like hi. <laughs> yeah. Well, supporter. we're back from our overheating technical difficulties. It's uh, <laughs> it's hot in Texas, and the Texas power grid is strained. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, I wanted to ask some questions. Uh, so, did, so did you guys spend your majority of the time, like, especially during the lockdowns, working on songs or the upcoming album? Well, honestly, we were recording our album. We had just finished recording our album before COVID hit, and so our engineer was working on it, and then COVID hit, and so he wasn't allowed to be at the studio. You know, so. That got, like, put on delay for a long time. Like, we wanted to have our album out, like, like June of 2020. Yeah, like, earlier in the spring of 2020. Ended up being later in the fall. Yeah, so that got delayed to, like, when do we finally have the tracking and all that back? It was definitely the end of summer sometime, I think. Because we still waited just a little bit before just pushing it out. So I guess if there's one bad thing, that was that was the bad thing, you know? Because we just... You know, there was everybody was at home, not doing anything, and we were just waiting on our tracks to be finished. And there's nothing we could do about it. Yeah, from the time we were in the studio recording to the by the time we got our masters back, it was probably closer to like seven, eight months. Had it out maybe ten months after we recorded. You know, almost a year to the point that we went into the studio to record it. Yeah. So that that really took a blow to us. So the the recent the recent releasing of uh throne uh is it throne of decay is yes. that correct throne yes. of decay yes that's that's my shit I went through the whole I went through the whole discography that one is just <laughs> that one is stuck in my head oh yeah and fuck yeah I probably watched the video about four different times yeah where was that awesome. shot at just some random abandoned <laughs> vid- building uh, in Lubbock somewhere my stepdad's like my stepdad's dad has this property where he like out in the country where he just keeps a bunch of junk cars, you know? And so there's like an abandoned house that is, was on that property and it was just like pretty much falling apart, but still pretty much stable enough for us to get in there, get some cool shots of just some really grimy looking place. And then it was like, you know, it's out here in Lubbock. There's no trees, nothing, nothing but cotton fields and stuff. So we had just that big open horizon. How long did that take to, uh, I guess, to shoot the whole thing? We were there from like almost like 11 a.m. to like maybe like 10, 12 hours, maybe. maybe yeah, 10 probably hours. total of 10. But uh, yeah, it was also pretty difficult because it snowed the day before. So it was super muddy everywhere. Oh, yeah. And was, there was um, just was, rubble and wood everywhere. It was hard to move around. We couldn't pull our cars into the place. We had to carry our stuff like, like 100 or two feet across like a fence every piece of gear yeah. to get in there. It was absolutely <laughs> horrible, but it was fun. It, it made a gnarly video, so in the end, it was worth it. Yes. There's still mud on my gear, by the way, from that yeah, music video. Yeah, there's still mud on all of our shit. 
<laughs> we haven't washed the car since then. Who cares? <laughs> Man, it was pretty fun. You know, we, we got to burn a chair with a bunch of gasoline and stuff. So that was super fun. Pretty metal. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty how many? Fun. How many? So you say you recorded for 10 to 12 hours. And knowing that that's just one song, I know how long it takes to edit a 30 to 45 minute podcast, which is peanuts compared to a music video. But how many takes did you guys do throughout that entire thing? Because I know there's different versions where it's kind of like just Javier for a little bit. And then there's like whole band. And then how long, how many, how many takes did that, did, did that go so for? So everybody got an individual shot and then we all did like a band shot outside and then he also wanted to wait for the sun to set to get like a good, so we're just a good that, band shot, that yeah. cool cinema, cinemagraphic look. Yeah, exactly. So in each one of those, there's probably three takes of the song, maybe for each person. So and then he also wanted to wait for night nightfall so we could burn the chair and get really good shots of the flames and stuff. Who did you guys work with to to shoot the music video? Chris Onesto from uh, Amarillo, I think. Uh, I can't remember. He's in a band called Neon Graves, too. Uh, his Oh, love me some Beyond Graves. Yes, sir. Uh, he's a guitarist. Uh, he does Rec Media Collective. It's his, uh, I think he does music videos with. He does a lot of music videos for the people here in West Texas. They're all really good, just high quality. I was going to say, there's always like that one or two, one or one or two people that you can go to for quality content. I know down here in Austin, you know, there's a handful of people that, you know, when somebody puts a post up, like, you know, who, who, Hey, looking for videographer or photographer, then it you, you see the the names just kind of go down in the comments. So it's good that you guys have somebody you can count on there. Uh, as far as like touring around that neck of the woods, when you guys do a quote unquote weekend run, um, like wh where do you where do the bands up in Lubbock try to go? What's what's the I mean, is it like DFW and you keep kind of going, or do you go west or north? Yeah, really, you have to make your way to one of those bigger cities like DFW, San Antonio, even going to like Albuquerque if you wanted to go that way. Just because, uh, like I said, Lubbock's just in the middle of nowhere. Any other market like that is at least like a six-hour drive pretty much anywhere you're going. So if you're doing something like that, you do kind of want to keep going because uh, it's just, you know, it's just not much there besides Lubbock. And uh, if you're making a stop there, that's cool. But yeah, it's pretty much a drive to any of those other markets. Nice. So let's switch gears a little bit. Um, tell me tell me more about as far as the two releases. It's uh, Throne of Decay and... Kneeling before a gluttonous God. Yes, yes. Tell me more about that one because that title seems like it has a little more built into it. Uh, actually, I think Andrew just like spitballed it one day. I think I just said it because it was cool, yeah, and then it just stuck. And, and then... I just kind of built my lyrics and stuff off that topic. So how did how did I mean? I guess I guess what's the origin story? Like how did it all come to pass? Well, I remember whenever the song was done written, uh, and we we're just trying to you know figure out a working title for it so we didn't just keep calling it that song, this song, that, you know. I think we're just trying to come up with something cool and then just came up with it and it just kind of stuck because it was just super badass and it was just a pretty good topic to write some really cool lyrics on and it just really worked uh, later with the imagery of the album and everything. It was just great. I would say that a lot of the, a lot of the artists that I talked to coming out of COVID, because everybody was still on their grind during COVID, but now out of COVID, it's like, okay, this is what we've been working on over that time frame. But you guys already said that the, the album was pretty much written, you know, during that time frame. roughly you had some, you know, back and forth with the producer and whatnot. Um, is what everybody's going to see coming forward. Is, is that the product of what you guys did 
during 2020 or is it a little bit, a splash of 2019? Like how, what should the people expect whenever they're coming out to see you guys? It's honestly like 2019 for sure. Cause like we said, that's uh, we wrote it and stuff. That's, what, that's when it was, most of it was written. We were pretty much done recording before 2020. Yeah. We were just ready to push that material as much as we could. Cause you know, we felt confident with the album we had written and we we're just ready to get outside of Lubbock and start playing. And then it was just immediately shut down. So it did just kind of like hinder a lot of things we were trying to do. So what we're doing for this next run is trying to fill in what we couldn't do then. Kind of go out and play this album. Let everyone see this material that, you know, we've written, haven't gotten to play for them. Because anyone else who's probably checked this out, maybe has checked it out, but mainly has seen the EP online. And that's where their main source of who the worst case scenario is. So we really wanted to go and show them this is what we are with our album Drowning in Insanity. And that's pretty much what, uh, yeah, this next tour is pretty much pushing. I do have to ask, the worst case scenario, that's, that's quite the title of the, uh, uh, to name something. <laughs> and, when you, and when you introduce yourself to, oh, fuck, this is the worst case scenario, the worst it's usually not heard. a good thing. So I, had, I, had, I have to ask, like, why the name choice? Jacob kind of came I just up. Just made it up. Yeah, Jacob just came <laughs> up with it. Like, when me... When me and Jacob first started this was this a band, long time ago, like a really long high school, 2016, 15, yeah. long time ago when we made the name up. And since uh, since we've all, since me and Javier have been in the band, since then we've just kept building this band for a really long time, basically. And uh, that's really where it comes from. Well, I hope whenever you guys get to Austin, the mosh pit is the worst case scenario. Because <laughs> Hell yeah. Whenever... Like, I've been going to come and take it, streaming some sets, and I've seen some pretty rowdy crowds. Um, the last show that I went to was Sons of Texas. Oh, I nice. saw them, I want to say, in 2019 or 2018. I can't remember exactly, but I do remember it was quite the throwdown. Oh, yeah. And, man, they, they just brought the house down. And I know that people are still a little, like, timid about getting in the pit, but yeah. like I've told everybody, the people that go to the shows are going to go to the shows. There, there's... You're not going to stop those people. And, you know, the reason that we live stream is is so that we can bring the others in that aren't exactly, you know, totally sold on going back to a show. But I feel like with all of the tours coming through Texas now, I mean, all around the nation, honestly, I think there's going to be some form of normalcy because I'll, I'll be honest, I've even been tempted to get in the pit, but I'm holding a camera during the live stream just to <laughs> kind of get that get that feeling back so what's what since this is your guys first run i guess like what's one of the what's one of the things you guys are looking forward to obviously you know big crowds and, and whatnot but i mean just is it more the travel experience or i don't know i just want to know what what the band thinks the bitches <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We're, we're really looking forward to just like <laughs> bassist out of nowhere. The bitches. <laughs> yeah, the bassist. Yeah, yeah, the bassist. Right. I'll tell you, hey, the, the, the basis from the Sons of Texas, I like typically when you're at a show, you see like the guitarist, you know, get on like the light box or put his foot up on the railing or whatever. But the basis from Sons in Texas, like that dude was front and center, just laying it out. So I was like, bravo, bravo. Keep yeah. going, man. It just so happens that our bassist is actually yeah. a front man in another band. Oh, which band is that? I'm uh, I'm the vocals for Through Life. So is anybody else in a side project or another project? I recently started playing drums for Through Life. 
Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Javier, anybody else? Mm, not really. This is pretty much all I do in this band. I don't have any other side projects or anything. I always find it interesting to see uh, or, or to hear how how many different projects other members are. So far, the record's five. One person is a part of five different projects. Damn. And my my question is, like, how do you put all that shit in your head and remember it? I can barely remember where I put my keys. <laughs> or find so, the time. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I know nothing about scales or, or, or notes or anything. Like, how... How does a band that plays the music that you guys play, like, how do you remember all that shit? How do you, how do you, you're like, oh, it's this song. It goes like this. Da, 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 you know what I mean? Dude, honestly, just constant drilling, man. Repetition and passion. Muscle memory? Yeah. We just Repetition and passion, yeah. Have you guys always been Deathcore fans or has it kind of just meandered over the years? Kind of we all have like a lot of different personal like music tastes for yeah. the band specifically. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, really sure. Just... Yeah, go around the room and talk about talk about yeah, like I wanted to do this because of that, and for friends of or for fans of da 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 da. Well, I guess I guess I guess to put it one way, we just wanted to be just super heavy, just heavy as fuck, just as heavy as we can get it. You know, even from the beginning, we just wanted to be really heavy. Yeah, so yes. like all the balls, all definitely like. Uh, all the extreme metals. Like all the extreme metals. Like We're all it, pretty much fans of anything just brutal and extreme, even if it's not metal, even if it's not music, honestly. Yes. We just are those kind of people. And when it comes to music, we really just want to just, I don't know, just push something out extreme, something that just gives you almost a feeling of uncomfort or uncertainty. Like you just, you know, just something you don't usually get in music. I think it's really interesting to be able to do that. And, you know, metal does that really easy. And just the heavier it gets, the wilder it gets. So. I think that's just something we kind of wanted to do. We really all like different kinds of genres as well. So we like to incorporate those as much as possible as well. We don't like to just stay to one structure or one genre of metal. Yeah, I definitely, I, I can definitely appreciate that because just, just going through, going through the different songs, I could hear that it's not just the same thing all the time. Cause I'll be honest with you. I'd, I did a live stream for a black metal concert and I wanted to punch myself in the face <laughs> multiple times because it was just nothing but double bass, hi hats, and just riffs for days and just this high pitch, just like it really, it was, it was too much for me. And I was like, well, we're just here for fun. Let's just record all this shit. And it's like, oh, it's a 45 minute set. Womp, womp. How many songs? Three. Like, Wait, three and forty. Holy yeah, shit! Like ten minutes a piece. <laughs> yeah, there's like four minutes of intro, some riffs, some double bass, maybe an inner, you know, a, a, a mid part. It's just like, ugh. it's like, oh, I they're mean, only playing five not songs. Not that it's bad, but it's still like an hour and a half set. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, what time's load in? Four. What time's the? What time are we done? Nine. Okay. <laughs> Golly, but. Yeah, I mean, music is subjective. You kind of just get in where you fit in. But I'm I'm happy that I'm starting to kind of like spread my wings and kind of dive into y'all's neck of the woods because there's yes. bands here. Obviously, Desolate Blight, you know, a little farther south from us. We got Snake Father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole team here is just it, it's it's amazing to sit back and watch on this side and just see everybody kind of just get out there and hustle and i mean they're they're doing music videos Dude. they're doing photo shoots yeah. oh yeah it's crazy all right let's move on to some fun shit is everybody a texan 
Yes. Yes, yes sir. Proud. Yeah. Proudly Proudly hope. Everybody, Proudly. everybody's born and raised. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Holy shit. Okay. This is gonna be good. All it's right. In our blood. So one thing that we like to one thing that we like to do uh, at the end of every episode is ask the question: Do beans belong in chili? I mean, I don't mind. I mean, is the chili being topped on something, or is this chili being eaten by itself? True. No, like, That's like a good chili and beans. Just you have just you have chili. Your chili. Just if chili. It's just the chili. Beans, yeah. Chili yeah, is good. Chili. I, I prefer some beans. I'm that. honestly gonna yeah. say, yeah, beans all the way. Beans is just, that's just more food. Man. It's just more, yeah, protein. <laughs> it's fucking hard as fuck. <laughs> I like how everybody goes for the protein side of it. Like, bro, I'm trying to bulk up. I need some beans here. <laughs> well, our uh, our our uh, our uh, we call him we call him the young one, Jared. He's from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. Well, I was born in Ohio. I'm from North Carolina. Nice. Uh, and then I've lived here in Texas for about a decade. Decade plus. Nice. Um, I'm a I'm a beans in the chili kind of guy. Yes. But this seems like a very very heated debate that needs to be you know on like cable news somewhere. <laughs> so we're trying to make sure that we figure you know we ask them hard hitting questions like, do the beans belong in chili tonight seven o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just not we you know we want to we want to get to know the band a little bit better. You know, it's just one of those funny hee-hee-ha-ha kind of things. I think I can safely say the worst-case scenario advocates beans and chili. Yes. yes. Good. Yes. Good. You have you Support have the bean. full weight of the podcast behind you with that statement. Yes, sir. So. We're ready to take any hate we might receive with that statement. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, because, I, I mean, I just see it as the next thing you know, I'm going to be a come and take it with, like, all of my bean homies doing a chili <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> the rest of you can't have any. <laughs> Uh, all right, so before we get out of here, uh, again, you guys have the show coming up here at Come and Take It on June 26th. Is that correct? Yes, yes sir. Yeah, indeed. Now, where's where's the first stop for you guys? I think you guys go out on a Friday. Uh, we were supposed to, but that show fell through. So our first date is actually here in Lubbock on Saturday, and it's actually with Snake Father that you mentioned earlier. It'll bring them up here. So we're super excited for that, dude. Oh, yeah. I think it's their first time up here too. Been trying to get them up here, show the scene, some yes. outside bands from the area. So we're looking real forward to that show. Yeah, man. Snake Father, Snake Father brings the heavy. I keep telling John he goes through members faster than I go through socks, <laughs> but that's okay. But uh, he's got Alex Salazar on drums. Um, it, it's it, it's going to be a good time. They've been putting a lot of effort into into yes. their music. Uh, so that that's that's going to be a killer show. Yes. Um, oh, yes. When, when is the is when is the run done? Uh, it'll be done. Uh, the next day after Austin in Dallas on the 27th, or Haltom City, okay. not Dallas. And where can everybody find all your uh, all your merch, like all the ads, websites, stuff like that? Uh, we have a big cartel site set up. You can find the link uh, just on any of our socials from our Facebook, Instagram. There should be a link tree uh, link in there, and it should just be right up there on them. Just big merch, little statement. What's the, uh, in your merch store, what's the number one thing everybody has to have? Throwing a decay shirt, man. And those, they, they're... They just fly, bro. You walk around in that. It makes you look a little buff. This guy is good. It's good. It's just good quality material. Throwing the K-shirt. You got to get one if you ain't got it. We also got some tasty uh, uh, magnets and uh, coasters with our little pentagram logo on it. If you want some small, smaller buys, you don't want to buy a full T-shirt. Beanies, man. Buy a beanie. A beanie. Beans. You should put a can of chili with beans on your merch store and just change the label. The worst, the worst beans. The worst beans. The worst case scenario beans. <laughs> the worst beans you will ever try. The worst beans ever. Oh god, that fuck, that just made my day. Oh man. 
Well, guys, uh, aside from the technical difficulties in the middle, uh, I definitely appreciate your time, and I, I wish you guys nothing but the best. No, we appreciate on your travels being on here. Thank definitely, you. dude. We appreciate your time. Oh, yeah. How you guys? How you guys rolling? You guys doing like uh, the the classic nineteen ninety three Ford Econo line found on Craigslist? I wish like somebody's I, Honda Civic. I wish, man. <laughs> We're doing a step up from that in luxury. We're going with a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, Jeep Grand Cherokee. Jeep Grand Cherokee. Hey! It's actually not an upgrade. Well, <laughs> five-seater. Five-seater? Six dudes. Six dudes. Five-seater, six dudes, a trailer, a tour coming soon. <laughs> Ten days. Misery at its finest. The worst tour. <laughs> oh, God. That would be great. Oh, fuck. Um, so you guys, like, hauling a trailer behind you? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thankfully, yes. Uh, so, yeah, worst-case scenario... Cattle, June 26th. But uh, I again, I appreciate you guys. I'm glad that we kind of got to meet this face-to-face. Uh, I have already informed my wife that January 26th is off the books for her to do anything outside of just stay home. June 26th? So that I can June 26th. Yeah. Why do I keep saying, God damn. Sorry. I've been drinking a little bit today. My fault. <laughs> no, it's all good. We completely understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I wish you guys all the best. Hopefully, I get to see you guys on the 26th. Uh, all the best on your tour. Thank you. And, Much appreciated. And uh, look forward to seeing you soon. All right. Definitely. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Later, man. Be safe.